you want to do our best impressions of the intro song as it goes? No. <laughs> Come on, that'd be I don't even remember it. What's poppin' internet? Welcome to another episode of the Synced Up Podcast, a show where we talk about news, games, and we sandwich a little fun in between. I'm one of your hosts, Timothy DeRoe, and joining me this week again is the number one Nintendo fan with the Santa hat, pink jacket, Michael Clare. How you doing on this fine Sunday? I'm doing phenomenal, thank I know you. We had our, uh, I don't know, what's the equivalent to Friendsgiving for Christmas? Like Friendsmas? Just Christmas, right? Just Christmas with yeah. your homies. I don't know. I've we never had, heard of, we had our we had our Christmas with our homies today. It was nice. I got this cool hat. If we you're got watching an the video version, upgrade for the video version as well. Yeah, it, it says a little stinker on my hat. I'm also wearing it because my hair's fucked shout up. Shout out, shout out, uh, Drew Gooden. Shout out, Drew Gooden. Also, we got this cool new. We replaced the synced up thing with mm-hmm, this PlayStation mm-hmm. thing, and it looks so tight. Shout it out does. to Adrian Sal. You can actually see the lights on it. I know Adrian Sal. Really came in clutch for Friends that of the one. Show. And I'm of the also show. wearing my Friends Looney Tunes shirt. But that's not what we're here to talk about. Today, we're actually going to talk about cyberpunk. A lot of it. A ton of cyberpunk. And not There's good things. Not good things. Well, not good things. No. Um, also, we're going to talk about the Nintendo Indie World event that happened. And EA buys Codemasters. If you don't know who they Whoa. are, we will learn you up. But before we get into that, a little bit of housekeeping. We are on YouTube, so if you listen to the audio version of the podcast and you want to put some faces to some voices, hop on Why over to you? YouTube.com slash podcast. Make sure you put the two P's in there, U-P-P-O, yep. all right? Got to include that. You can find us over there. And even if you are in your audio feed and you just want to keep listening to audio, go over there, drop a like, drop a sub, mm-hmm. get our numbers up. Spencer does that a lot. Anyone Spencer who, the homie. Yeah, people who've been listening for the past few weeks know Spencer's a new listener, and he's been hopping in, sending tons of emails, and we very much appreciate him. And he go hops on. on over there, likes and comments on every video, even though he prefers the audio version. He's also reviewed us on Pocket Cast, I think is what, what it was. What a man. What a man. Such a legend. But also, if you're on YouTube and you think these guys look dumb and their stupid That's little true. stinker hat That's and their fair. PlayStation thing actually sucks and the TV always plays the same five games, well, then you can go over to your favorite <laughs> uh, podcasting feed. Or you can send and, me some NES games. Yeah, or you can send us some NES games. And uh, you can find us over there by searching Synced Up Podcasting and looking for the blue and white logo. Mm-hmm. Um, new episodes go up in both of those feeds, Mondays, 7 a.m. Central Time Zone. Gang. Mm. Also, you can write into the show just like a bunch of people did. Spencer, Trey, Lyle, Taylor. There's a bunch. Adam. I can't, I can't list them all because I forgot. Um, by writing into synceduppod at gmail.com with any questions, comments, or concerns you would like read on the show. You can also follow us on Twitter at synceduppod to keep up to date with all of our content, That's any true. impressions videos that we do, any... It just anything some that we sneak do. Peaks, some, some sneak peeks, some sneak peeks, some shout outs, some giveaways, some giveaways yep. that we're going to be giving away. A co- well, okay, originally we're going to give away a copy of Cyberpunk 2077 on this here podcast, and then a bunch of shit happened. It got removed from some digital stores. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. A lot of things. We're going to get into that into a second. But before we get into that, I would like to preface this with the people who wrote in who are listening to this episode of the show, who were entered to win a copy of Cyberpunk 2077. I will change the giveaway to buy you. PS5. Nope, absolutely not. To buy you just one game. It can be any game that you want um, because I understand the Cyberpunk doesn't run well on old gen. It's been removed from the Sony store. There's a lot of stuff there. So I will email you with your details to send you a digital code of whatever game of your choice. Could um, still be Cyberpunk. And we will spin a wheel to pick a random winner later on in the show. But let's get right into this right now. Cyberpunk news don't stop. So this is a roundup by me. Okay, so I got a bunch of bullet points here. So, So many. Back in uh, April, we remember Cyberpunk was initially delayed due to last-gen concerns. Mm -hmm. That was a big thing that happened back then. Um, And obviously, with the release, apparently they didn't delay it long enough because it runs like 
dog Doo-doo. on uh, current gen consoles. Mm-hmm. Um, and leading up to the release of Cyberpunk, uh, the CD Projekt Red only dished out PC codes and hides the console footage. Any of the yep. footage that was shown by any of the reviewers in the field was all footage provided by CD Projekt Red. Yeah, they weren't and, allowed to use in-game footage that they captured themselves. Nope. It was all B-roll that um, CD had given them. Yep. So. And also, they were only given PC codes. And also, one per outlet. Keep that in mind. This yep. is unheard of. Um, there's a big Very discourse strange. around right right now. Um, I can't remember the site that issued a thing. A th- disclosure. I don't know what it was. But uh, whatever. What are you talking about? They, they, they wrote a, a piece, um, and there's a lot of discourse around it right now, about how video game reviewers are sellouts because of this whole issue Um, and there's a lot of stuff that we can get into there but we'll get into that later so that happens they hide the console footage onto the lead up Mm -hmm, this mm -hmm. is important to note game comes out people on next gen consoles it's buggy but we're having a fun time people on PCs playing a completely different game than everyone else but they're loving it Mm -hmm. and people on old gen consoles are rocking 480p 720p 15 frames a second GTA Vice City real real bad so as a result of that happening, mm-hmm. Cyberpunk issues a statement, uh, CD Projekt Red issues a statement that they uh, that they are going to offer full refunds on digital editions of the game. Yep. So that happened. That happened this week. That was kind of explosive. Everyone was like, wow, I can't believe they're they doing this. you had until December 21st. You could email them at mm-hmm. a certain email to help which, get your stuff processed. Which in and of itself is a little shady because you, a little you, weird. you, you put it at December 21st. Right before Christmas. And I think it's a strategic move that for people who bought this as a gift for their kids for Christmas, it's, it's going to be bad. Yeah. They, they don't have the option to return it. So those people, mm-hmm. because we, we, the people here, that like the people listening, you guys that are listening, you guys mm-hmm. that are watching, the people that write in, us sitting here, even yep. Jordan over in the corner, we know that we are really honestly the minority in the gaming group. The people oh, who us. are hardcore in, the people that are listening to all the news, the people that know that all the stuff that's happening, mm-hmm. we're the minority. We're cool, you know. We love each yeah. other, right? We're vibing, and and we really push things forward in the industry. But, but there's we're the, way more moms than there yeah. are super nerds. There's there's grandmas and people that just play 2K and people that only mm-hmm. play Call of Duty every year. And so these people who bought this game are not going to be tuned into this news, knowing that what they bought for their son for Christmas or their daughter for Christmas or or a non-binary person for Christmas is mm-hmm. that it's not going to work for them or an unfinished game. It's yeah. just an unfinished game, and that's just not cool so the december 21st date is a little shady in and of itself but Mm -hmm. they they say we're going to offer full digital refunds that they understand that the game is buggy on old gen consoles they claim they didn't know somewhere in there they stated in january and february there would be big patches to fix the game yep in january which yep why didn't we wait till february to begin with so yeah january and february would be two separate patches to fix old generation consoles um, and so they, they said that, and then they said another update was coming in December to like for some hotfix issues. Yeah, which they've been pushing out like yeah. every other day. And they pretty much claim like, oh, we didn't realize it ran so poorly on old-gen consoles. How do you not? But That's your whole job. Take it back to the beginning of my monologue when they initially mm-hmm. delayed due to last-gen concerns, right? Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of like, it's fucked up. It's it, it's it, like you knew, but... You, you knew. And, and so there's two ways about this in my mind, right? Mm-hmm. Firstly, it's fucked up. Okay, it's really bad. Their stock price is down 55%, I think. Yeah. Uh, maybe even 60% now. Um, people are selling out their stock like crazy. The discourse online is extremely negative. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's, it's very one-sided but in either direction. At the sometimes. end of the day, as someone who played this game and just finished it today, I rolled credits today. Mm-hmm. I've done all of the major side missions. Um, I haven't done like the minor gigs and stuff, but I did all the major I, side I've missions. I've done all the stuff that Tim hasn't done. <laughs> yeah, Mike's done all the gigs, but not none of the major side missions yet. Mm-hmm. But I've completed the game. This is a work of love, um, and it's great. It, it really is. It just sucks that it's it's just a gym in a sea of bullshit. And I think I agree with you if there wasn't 
a whole bunch of promises on what this game was meant to be. Yes. You know, at the end of the day, it's a 30-hour, yeah, really good masterpiece of story if you're into the genre at least. Um, but that's not what they were selling. No. They were selling oh, like over Revolutionary. 100 hours of and I think know, this incredible RPG gameplay. Yeah. And I think this game gets a lot closer to that mark without all this bullshit that is around it. All the yeah. bugs, all the glitches, all the delays, all But the even then, I feel like I'm going to finish this game nearly 100%ing it yeah. in maybe 70 hours total. Yeah. So, so we'll, we'll have to see how that goes. But the my, where I was going with that is yeah, go ahead. we can't like just dogpile the developers even though that's what it feels like i'm because the devs aren't the problem yet. the devs are not the problem here that's the thing that we as uh, as a community need to understand there's people out there mm-hmm. a programmer uh, an art director uh, someone who just worked on door assets some guy who all he did was do the vo yeah. these people are putting blood sweat and tears into these video games a, a, a conglomerate of a mm-hmm. lot of people coming together to make something of beauty is what triple a yeah. gaming is and there's just suits at the top of that ladder that make these choices like mm-hmm. this. Because I think you go back to April, or even in the lead up here, instead of releasing the game here in December, you delay it till spring. Yeah, you don't until, have these problems. Until February, it seems like is you, what they you really re- should have done. You release it. Mm-hmm. Your stock price doesn't go down. Maybe the discourse is still a little, you know, on your on your front of not yeah. thinking it's a game that was promised. Maybe you have that, but you don't have all of this crazy shit happening right mm-hmm. now, and it, and it's really bad. But buckle up because the story continues sony issues a statement after that after the digital refund statement by cd project red and the talking about the content updates coming in january and february sony issues a statement saying they didn't agree to any refunds that there was no communication between cd project red and sie which which is sony interactive entertainment um which is absolutely insane that was a little buck wild everyone on playstation was a little pissed comes a couple of days later i imagine sony got a lot of heat so mm-hmm. Sony comes out saying that, uh, that they are going to offer full re- refunds for the digital version, but they are also going to remove Cyberpunk 2077 from PlayStation Network digital stores. That's PS5 and PlayStation 4. Yep, so you cannot buy the game on PlayStation as of the time of yeah. us recording An this. unprecedented move, in yeah. my opinion. We have had, never seen this before. you had big fallouts like this with you know, uh, No Man's Sky is famous, Fallout 76, Anthem, where these games just flop at release and but because they're buggy, unfinished, like whatever this. you want to call it. But yeah, no, no outrage to this level or, no. or reaction from a, a company like Sony. Mm-hmm. This um, is frankly just insane. It 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 honestly it blows it, my it mind. It seems like Sony just doesn't want to deal with it until CD Projekt Red gets their mm-hmm. stuff together. Because in that statement when they mm-hmm. that they issued, they talked about how the reason the game got through certification was because it was like a trust thing. CD, yeah. it's CD Projekt Red. They they made Witcher one, Witcher two, mm-hmm. Witcher three, widely widely considered one of the greatest games of all time. Yeah, loved by me, loved by all my friends, loved by the the general public. Mm-hmm. Do you have to worry about them making a game that wouldn't make it through cert? Yeah, you would assume that it's all good to go. Exactly. And like so, my thing is, there's got to be games on the PSN market that are dog unfinished mm-hmm. and buggy. Um, do you think since those games probably get to slide that? CD Projekt Red should get to slide on there? I don't know because do those games get to slide though? Like, because I can't think of any examples to, off to my off my maybe head. Maybe not AAA, but there's got to be like indie games, that garbage are, games, it, right? Like, yeah, but then maybe are, are bad, but they at least meet the marks for certification. Yeah, fill out their promises. Yeah, I, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. Who knows? But the story continues. After that happens, Microsoft comes out and offers full refunds for digital editions of the game. Mm-hmm. They don't remove it from the store, but they do offer full refunds for digital versions of the game. Another unprecedented move. Had they also removed it from the store, this would have been even more crazy. Yeah. While we're while we're talking about refunds, um, did you see a lot of the things on Twitter of people who 
got refunds and then were pissed that their the copy game. of the game was removed from their console. Yeah, like, what did you expect? I don't get the internet. You're, yeah, you're sending your game back. It was so dumb. Now, we're going to s- switch gears here because anyone who is familiar with PC gaming knows what GOG is. Good mm-hmm. old games. It's the Steam competitor. Um, hold up. What's, what's happening there? Turn one of those off. Turn the top one off. Thank you. I hope they weren't here in double. They probably were. Um, so anyone who knows about the um, GOG Steam, yeah, Steam. GOG, good old games is on PC. It's the it's the number one competitor to Steam, um, and they obviously release games just like Steam does, except they do them mm-hmm. DRM free, which means you don't have to be connected to the internet to like to to be able to play your games. Unlike in Steam, you don't have to yeah. like check anything. So. They announced earlier in the morning, I can't remember even the day because there's so much stuff. Oh, it's important to preface, good old games ordered uh, owned by CD Projekt Red. Yep. So that's important to know. CD Projekt Red, obviously, the developers of Cyberpunk. They announced someday this week that they're going to be releasing the psychological horror game developed in Taiwan by Red Candle Games, Devotion on good old games. That's a big Mm -hmm. deal. Devotion famously removed a couple years ago by Steam off of their store due to some controversy. The uh, Taiwanese people, anyone who is familiar with geopolitical um, things knows that there is tension between Taiwan and China. I don't Mm -hmm. need to get into that. This is a video game podcast. So while developing this game, Red Candle Games, they included a jab at the Chinese president in devotion. Yeah. This caused a lot of uproar by Chinese fans, of course, uh, review bombing the game, causing Steam to remove it from their platform because Steam doesn't want things to get banned in China. Um I have a lot of feelings of that, about that, but that's to be talked about on a different type of podcast. <laughs> um, and so GOG announces they're going to re-release it because it got removed from Steam and it never came back. And Devotion, yeah. people love it. It's generally loved. They announced they're going to release it. Then later on that day, they announced they're going to pull it down. That they had uh, messages from a lot of gamers, quote unquote. A lot of people yeah. theorize Chinese bots, things of that sort. Um, this is also just frankly another bullshit move by CD Projekt Red. Devotion. They fixed the issues that would that originally would have got it banned in China had it mm-hmm. got to continue. Um, even though personally, I don't think we should be bowing down to no. Chinese government, but that's a completely different topic. Once again, I'm gonna repeat myself. Um, but so they announced they're going to release it. Then a few hours later, announced they're going to be tearing it down, um, and that causes a lot of uproar. So much so that Megan Fox, the developer of Skatebird, um, an indie game that was famously shown at the Kind of Funny Games Showcase, mm-hmm. um, I've actually played this game. Um, they issue a statement saying that, that they are going to remove their game from good old games in order to show support to Red Candle. Um, so that happened. And mm-hmm. that, you know, that's just more bullshit in the CD Projekt, uh, you know, news yeah. uh, cycle of just bad stuff constantly all the now, time. Since then, has um, good old games said they were going to put Devotion back up? Mm-mm. I thought I heard something about that, but maybe I'm, maybe I'm tripping. Nope. And then also at... After all that happens, obviously everyone's in an uproar. CD Projekt Red can't catch a break. We mm-hmm. continue on with this this um, 15 minutes of, of chaos here. They issue another statement, finally, um, if we aren't familiar with the goddamn yellow bla- uh, background. Yeah, it's going to be a meme at this point. Yeah, yeah. The yellow background tweets, um, we're definitely familiar with it now. Um, they issue a statement, how to get full refunds on retail copies of the game. Um, and that they are working with retailers to give full refunds um, for those. And they even say that they will pay out of pocket if need be. Absolutely. And that insane. is the end of the CD Project Red at news was, fiasco. At least as of right now. As of right now. Because we could check our phone in an hour and there'll be new Honestly, new there could have been news while we were watching that movie earlier. Yeah. But it, who insane, knows, man. man. It, it really is tragic. Because Cyberpunk 2077, I truly believe, is a good game. 
um, one of the better games of the it, year. It's a tragedy for the developers. That's mm-hmm. that's really what it comes down 100%. to. 100%. Is, I don't know, man. I feel so bad for them. So do I. Because they're going to get so much heat. You know, if, if you pop up on Twitter and you have Cyberpunk 2077 dev in your bio, I'm sure mm-hmm. people are talking so much shit on you right now. So, like, it's... I feel so bad for that team. Yeah. Um, I wish them the best. I hope this doesn't hurt them too much. I know they're probably crunching to put out patches and fixes. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess the best way to help these guys right now is if you already have a copy of the game. I hold on to it. I don't know. Play the game. Yeah. Send them some love. If you know any devs out yeah. there, send them some love. Send them some positive vibes. And their you way. know, at the end of the day, I don't give two craps about CD Projekt Red. They're they're a company. They're a you know a business. Mm-hmm. Uh, I compare. I I care about the workers. I care about uh, there's people the out devs there. on this team. and on the lead so, up to all of this yeah. stuff in between the, the 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 delays and stuff. You know they we're we're a studio that doesn't believe in crunch yada 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 oh. and then there was that whole controversy with the amount of crunch they were giving their employees yep. and you know that shit has just doubled down now at this point with how yep. fast they have to fix this their stock pricing dropping down people are getting fired um people are, are probably working crazy amounts of overtime not seeing their families mm-hmm. like obviously i could be completely wrong but i'm gonna go out on a limb and say yep. i doubt it and you know we we push it on this podcast don't don't be a shithead um be kind to people mm-hmm. you know there's a lot of people who put work into this so yeah, if you see you know, somebody on Twitter casually um, who they don't even have to work for CD Projekt Red, you know, be be nice to game devs and stuff like that. Be yes. nice to people in general. Be um, nice to the little man. Because I see too much hate on my Twitter timeline. So do I. No good reason. So, so do I. And a little, we're going to move on. That's all the cyberpunk news. Again, I'm going to reiterate. I think it's a great game. Um, But it's also, it's, it's also a really good game. Yeah. It's also clouded in a bunch of controversy. Yeah. Um, and that is tragic, but we got to move on from this. Moving so on. in a more positive light, a much more positive light, the Game Awards 2020 show hits a record viewership with 83 million live streams. This Thanks is by to Alex Synced Up Co-Streaming. Yes, sir. 24 of them were us. Alex Stedman at Variety. The Game Awards uh, gamered a whopping... Is that a word? Gamered? Garnered. Garnered. See, oh, that R in the end is because we're low on ink. It kind of had me messed up. No, that has nothing to do with the ink, bro. I That's don't just know, an R man. and N. It does look like an M, though. It looks like gamered. I prefer gamered. Yeah. Okay, the Game Awards gamered a whopping 83 million live streams for its 2020 ceremony, making record viewership for the annual show and a whopping 84% increase from last year's 45.2 million live streams. A lot of Insane. people would argue because of coronavirus, but... I don't even know. I don't he think so. posted his thing for the last like six years, and yeah. it's been like an increase like that every single year. Yeah. Good to um, see. The show, which saw The Last of Us 2 take home Game of the Year, peaked at 8.3 million concurrent viewers globally. The Game Awards partnered with 40 streaming networks around the world to air the ceremony live. Twitch reached a peak concurrent audience of 2.63 million viewers globally. Jeez. And according to Stream Hatchet, viewership of the official live stream on Twitch, uh, uh, yeah, um, YouTube and Facebook gaming climbed 129% year over year. On Twitter, the Game Awards saw a 31% increase in conversation volume year over year with unique authors up 65%. Interesting. Uh, yeah, this is actually a good statistic. As someone who thought this year's Game Awards was banging, mm-hmm. that that's a good, uh, this is good. Yeah. More people seeing it, more people playing. I think this just goes to reiterate the fact that gaming is growing faster than ever. It's not a niche anymore. It, it is, is yes. a common media at this point. Back so. freshman year of high school, getting made fun of for wanting to play video games instead of playing basketball, I don't think is a thing anymore. Yeah, I would have had zero people to talk about the Game Awards with in high school. Nope. Maybe one. If I would have brought up the Game Awards, I would have got shat on. Yeah. 100%. So. And I think now, if you don't play Fortnite and you want to play basketball instead, I think that's the person that gets made fun of now. 
What a nerd, bro. Come what play a ner- wow, instead. bro. You're going to play basketball, you yeah. nerd. Exciting. We love the Game Awards here. <clears throat> we um, do. You know, it wasn't. I we, guess that's a controversial opinion sometimes, but yeah. we, we appreciate the, the work they do to try to entertain. Yep. And, Jeff uh, Keighley really pulls no stops. He doesn't. He pulls no stops. We're going to stay on the game show train yes, here. Nintendo showed a bunch of stuff during the Indie World Showcase. Do you want to run us through this here, Of course Michael I do. Claire. This is from Ethan Gatch at Kotaku. Um, so they start off. I don't know if this is actually in the order they showed I don't them. think it is. It's not. Um, so first off, Calico, a relaxing game about running a cat ca- cafe, it came out. It dropped. Um, um, looks cool. Yeah, we, we've seen it before at mm-hmm. some other indie Kind showcases. of funny games showcase. Um, yep. It was also showed at... You get to pick up cats and they stretch out. I think um, it was shown at the previous Indie World. Was, I don't remember. Maybe PC game. I don't know. It, it was a lot of stuff. Uh, Grindstone, the fantastic puzzle battler that came out last year for Apple Arcade, is out now. Um, uh, very good game. If you have any interest in it, I would advise picking it up. It is very mobile game. Mm-hmm. Um, but it looks fun. Interesting. When the past was around, a point-and-click puzzle game about love and loss came out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Super Meat Boy Forever, of course. Super Meat Boy sequel will be a console exclusive at launch on Switch, December twenty-third, twenty twenty, mm-hmm. which is three days from now. Are right around the corner. You play that at all? No. Okay. Two days from now for people listening. Um, Cyber Shadow, a side-scrolling ninja game about fighting robots, January twenty-sixth, twenty twenty-one. Um, I thought it was just a messenger when mm-hmm. I saw it. So did I. I was like, oh, messenger two. Yeah, that's what I thought. Um, Toonchi, a 2D beat em up that <laughs> takes place in the Amazon rainforest. You can't do it. March 2021. I can't, bro. Listen to too much Lil Wayne, huh? Uh, not anymore. Yeah, me neither. But uh, it is. That this game, one looks good. Yes, I agree. I, I want to try this one a lot. So does Isaiah. Um, Cosmocrats, a comedy game about piloting drones in zero gravity, March 2021. Mm-hmm. I don't even remember that on there. Neither do I. Uh, <laughs> f- it's been a long week. It has. Finding Paradise, the second episode in the To the Moon narrative game series. March 2021. I actually can't wait for this because I played To the Moon on PC, and I think that game is mm-hmm. phenomenal. And I never actually got around to the sequel, but with it being on Switch, might be one I pick up to play in lines or something when lines come back. <laughs> Hazel Sky, a game where you play as a mechanic fixing airships in a floating city. Classic. March 2021. Um, is this pronounced Hoa? Yep. Okay. Hoa, a puzzle platformer where you explore nature and meet adorable creatures, comes out March 2021. Um, Trash Sailors, we've seen this at a couple things now. Yes, we A four-player co-op game about surviving a trash tsunami on a raft. Spring 2021 um, looks like uh, Overcooked, yeah. kind of, where you're just working together to constantly put out fires type of yep. thing. Yep. Um, Alba, a wildlife adventure, an open-world game about snapping pictures of wildlife and cleaning up nature. Spring 2021. Gotta love that uh, Pokemon Snap. Yep. Um, hopefully coming out soon as well. Fist of Fluffs, oh, yeah. a physics game about cats wrecking living rooms. Spring 2021. This thing looks insane. <laughs> there's, a, there's a company behind... What company is behind this? I can't it's actually like a company I know. Can you look that up, Jordan? Who's making Fist of Fluffs? It's Fist actually like a, a, a company we know. Um, well, he looks that up. Uh, happy Game, a survival horror puzzle game. It did not look happy at all. No. Um, continuing, Noja, a sci-fi visual novel about trying to uncover which one of your crewmates is secretly an alien. It's actually this pronounced Genosha. Genosha, my bad. It, it genuinely Early is. Early 2021. Not a joke. My bad. Did you figure it out, Jordan? What do they what make? What do they make? Rogue Games. Hmm. 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 He's looking. He's hmm. looking. Uh, we're filling Bada the space. Boop, bop, bop. Filling very, the space. very valet. Uh, a gig uh, simulator about parking cars. Early 2021. Yep. And then Among Us dropped on Switch. As well. So just all tight. in all, pretty good um, little indie showcase. Pretty good. Pretty standard for what we're known for what at we're this point. expecting from Nintendo nowadays, you know? Yeah. Any update? The, Nintendo is... Yeah. I'll have to look it up. Yeah. Uh, to see, you know, something popped out. Nintendo, 
so desperately refuses to do an actual Nintendo Direct that they do it. Look, I appreciate these indie games, but then they announce a Nintendo Direct for a damn amusement park, bro. And look, I watched it. I'm stoked to maybe possibly visit Super Mario World one day. But man, does it hurt that we can't just get an actual Nintendo yeah, Direct. I know, man. dude. At this point, give me anything. We haven't got one all year. When was, September last year, right, was the last time? It's been over a year, right? Yeah. Jesus. It's been... Come on, man. Nintendo, give us what we want, man. Even though you suck. Games. Please. Are you sure, man? Are you sure they made something that you know? They had to. Other games we make. Are you tripping? Maybe you mixed two things. Maybe you mixed two things together. New Light. Like, you, maybe you mixed maybe a different studio. Maybe I'm tripping. No. Yeah, no. Yeah, Mike's tripping. I'm going to keep looking real He's quick. Geeking. We'll figure it out later. But all in all, pretty good show. Jolly, jolly good show. Um, but we're going to move on here. EA buys Codemasters for $1.2 billion to take lead in the racing game market. Need for Speed, F1, Grid, Project Cars, and Dirt all under the same roof. This is by Sam Byford at The Verge. Electronic Arts has agreed to buy out UK developer Codemasters in a move mm-hmm. that could see the US publishing giant rest con- wrestle control of the racing video game genre. The deal is expected to close in the first quarter of next year for out of six. I don't know what that is. Uh, six. Is that pounds? Yeah, it's pounds. Six pounds. Six. Almost eight dollars a share. Six do, Six pounds. And is it cents? Do they use cents? Bro, I, don't I don't know. know. Just put, it's got the American number right there, dude. Six pounds four um, or seven dollars and ninety eight cents a share. Valuing Codemasters at around one point two billion dollars. Sky News first reported EA's interest in Codemasters over the weekend, saying that the British company had previously agreed to a $970 million deal with Rockstar Games and 2K Sports owner Take-Two Interactive. EA confirmed the agreement early morning, early Monday morning. Monday. Codemasters is one of the oldest British game developers, having been founded in the 80s and producing early hits like Dizzy for systems that were popular in the UK like the ZX Spectrum and the Commodore 64. In recent decades, it's been best known for creating racing games like Dirt, Grid, and Formula One series, and last year acquired the developer behind Project Cars. So, this is exciting news. EA getting into the, the racing sports game. Game Pass. Yeah, still the greatest deal, and yeah, because that e, that'll, that EA stuff will drop on EA Play, which means it'll drop on Game Pass, and that means yep. we're gonna get more games on Game Pass. Will I play Dirt? Nah, maybe not. I'm not the racing guy. I play Forza yet. Horizon, but I do know in Mario Dirt Kart occasionally. One. They're good games. Yeah, people like them a lot. Ooh, boy, oh Michael boy, Claire. Yes, sir. This next section of the podcast called This Week in Gaming. This is, Week in Gaming is the section of the podcast where What's we it go about? over the historical releases, and you guessed it, This, this Week in Gaming. This Week in Gaming. Garbage, dude. Bad. Okay, so I guess this makes sense because it's right around Christmas, but December 20th, yeah. nothing. nothing. December 21st, nothing. nothing. December 22nd, World of Keflings, Xbox Arcade, Summer of Arcade, you know? Well, I say summer, but this was in winter. In 2010, you don't remember World of Keflings? Where you played as your avatar and you mm. built like a Clash of Clans style city with all the little elf Hold people. On. Hold on. Do you remember it? Do you remember it, Jordan? World of Keflings. World okay. of Keflings. Yep. Yeah, classic. You know, banging week. I can't believe that's on this list. Yes. December 23rd in 2013, you have Halo Spartan Assault, the overhead Halo game that every um, one loves. And, and I included this in here. I don't know what this game is, but it sounded cool in 2019. Some game called Cthulhu Saves Christmas game. Hey, you out. haven't played Cthulhu Saves Christmas? Have not at all. Good, um, December 24th, the most notable game of the bunch, Gary's Mod, drops in 2004. What a banger. And then for the next two days, 25th and 26th, nothing comes out. Not in America, at least. What is this to say? Make a game and release it on uh, the week of Christmas, and it's you'll be featured in our show next year. Prominently for years to come. Yep. 
So that's it for this week in gaming. Kind of short we, week, which is kind of good because we got a lot of emails to get through in the back half of the show. But before then, but before then, we are going to play a game. If y'all remember the time. initials game that we straight stole from the Min Max show from straight the person, stolen. I still don't remember their name. You should go look it up. I should go look it up. We're going to play that again, except this time Mike got some initials. I got the question for me. All right. So for those unaware, the initial game is played. I choose initials for um, last time. Tim chose MM and chose characters such as Mario Mario. Mm-hmm. Um, and he used, uh, I think he used eight clues per character, yes. almost, to help describe the character, each clue getting more and more helpful mm-hmm, as mm-hmm, you go along. Mm-hmm. I have, let's see here, I have a load. One, two, three, four, five. five. Um, not all of these have eight clues, because okay. I chose a hard initial. It's difficult. Um, CS is the initials I have chosen. Okay, CS. Are you into your mind palace? Are these you are, to begin? These are all at least nerd related, right? Like, um, these aren't just. There, there's a variety here. Okay, but they they have no like they all have a connection to video games or no? No. Oh Jesus. Okay, at least I gave mine a connection to video. Two games. of these do. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I oh. think you should be able to get them all though. Okay, let's go for the first one. Start number us off. one. We're starting. Clue easy one. Easy here. Clue one. Video game. Okay. Would you like to take a guess? I'm thinking of video games that start with C. Got nothing. Go on. Clue two. Number two. 15 and counting. Uh, Jesus. Um, nah, I got nothing. Hit me with number three. 1997. Seven. A game that came out in 97. CS. Yep. Cars suck. Cooper. Cars suck. My favorite game from 1997. California Superman. Costs. So damn high. Cost so damn high. Now nah, I need another clue. Number four. Soldier. Soldier. Jesus. Jordan, you got anything, bro? Because I'm lost, dog. <laughs> oh, you'll get it by the I'm end. Need, I need another one. I need another one. Number five. Prefers the blade. Prefers the blade. Do, do fucking what? Come on, bro. Do what, mate? You what? Uh, nah, you gotta hit me with another one. Number six, 2020. Came out this year? Two years, 1997 and 2020. Damn, I got nothing. Hit me another one. <laughs> Number seven, Cross Slash. Is it fucking. Wait, what? That's the name? Cross Slash? No. That's not the. That's not. That's a clue. That's. That's. Oh, Cloud Strife. God damn. It. There you go. How did it take me so long to get Cloud Strife? I don't know, man. I tried yeah. to make it not so easy, but uh, dance with video game. You started thinking about video game titles yes, instead I was. of characters. Because I first, I don't know why I was I, trying I, to do that. Yeah, I don't know why you assumed that. But 15 and counting, of course, Final Fantasy 15, um, and of course 16 has been announced and it's coming soon. Yep. 1997, yep. the year um, the original Final Fantasy 7 was released. Soldier, of course, um, Cloud. I really pump those. Story out, starts as a soldier. Where's the blade? The Buster Sword. The last clue, of course, was Buster Sword. Yeah. Um. Cool. Damn. You ready for number yeah. two? Give me Can't one. believe it took you so long. All right. This first clue. Platoon. Platoon. Yes. Okay. I need another one. Five halves. Five halves. No. Nothing. Actor. 
Oh. Um. Okay. Oh, I need another one. Okay. I only Charlie have... Sheen. There you go. <laughs> Did you get all the clues? Okay. Well, pl- obviously actor. Uh, Platoon. I think it was one of the first movies Charlie I Sheen forgot started. He was in that. Five halves. Uh, two and a half men. You know who? You know. Uh, to take it back to Cloud Strife. Mm-hmm. That guy from Final Fantasy VII. Which guy? He's one of the side characters. He's part of the group. Yeah. Not the chubby guy, but the skinny guy with yeah, the red headband. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's inspired by Charlie Sheen. Really? From Platoon. He has the same outfit. Oh my god. Yeah. Wow. What a connection. Um, <laughs> clue number four would have been cocaine. Oh, that would have got me there. Yeah. <laughs> that would have got clue me. Clue five was men, 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 men. And then number six was winning. Um, mm-hmm. Those are all the clues I could come up with for uh, Charlie Sheen. Those are all the best clues. Um, number three. Maybe my favorite on the list. Okay. Cartoon. Cartoon. <sighs> okay. It's not the cat in the hat. <laughs> nope. <laughs> um, cartoon. I'm trying to think of all the classic cartoons, you know? Yep. Uh, candy. Candy, yep. That's a good one. All right. Hit me with another one. Singer. Cartoon and singer? Anna and Elsa. I love this game. Anna and Elsa. All right, I need another one. <coughs> I'm choking. <coughs> Drink too much water. <coughs> I did. Wrong pipe, huh? Whoa. Whoa, dude. <coughs> We're good. Red beanie. Red beanie? Huh. Cartoon singer with a red beanie? I hope someone gets it early. I think you might need some more clues. Yeah, I need another clue. <coughs> I'm dying. Number four? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Dental. <coughs> you get it? Did you get it, Jordan? Okay. Sorry, I'm choking. Not so is Tim. It's not Willy Wonka. Nope. Not <laughs> Willy Wonka. <laughs> Wonker. Wonker. I'm going to be pissed. Okay. Number five? Uh-huh. Shiny. Shiny? Shiny. I'm having a hard time resisting. Jeez, yeah, you know man, what I, I want to do too. I got cartoon singer, red beanie, dental, shiny. Nothing. Stop. I need, I need another. Jordan, one. you're making too much noise. Fairly odd. Come on. Yeah, I guess I didn't watch the show enough. Um, what? Now it's Vicky. Um, I can't think of that dude's that dude's name. What's the initials again? Yes. Um, not the chin guy. Nope. Crimson chin. <laughs> that's that's CC. Yep. Um, God, what's that dude's name? Hey, would you like the last clue? No, no, no. Because I just need it. I just need. I just need. The, I don't think you need the last clue. My, maybe it's, it might it's, help. No, sh- it's um. I know exactly who it is. I can envision this dude. Um, what's his name? I will also accept a full rendition of the song he sings. Okay, my shiny teeth they sparkle. There you go. <laughs> well, no, I I can get his name. Well, teeth Just was like your last clue, so you said it. Shiny teeth, shiny teeth, shiny teeth. We're gonna get DMCA strike. Oh shit! Um, uh, no, stop. Would, would Chip like Skylark, it? thank you. There you go, Chip Skylark. <laughs> Just took me a while to get my brain. I'm glad you got to it. Ooh, that was. Ooh. <clears throat> yeah, I should have got that on dental. This one, or I, I would never get this, but I saw it, and I was like, maybe Tim will get this. Okay, maybe. Let's I only got five see. clues for this one. Oh, Lord. Um, with it. Number one, 
bearded fella. Bearded fella. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's not Kratos. It's not. It's not a Kratos is a K. Arthur Morgan. Those nope. Are the most immediate bearded fellas that come to mind. Okay. But like, I got no idea. You like another one? Yeah. Broken Halos. Oh, that's Chris Stapleton. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I love that guy. Tennessee Whiskey was uh, going to be yeah. the last clue. Uh, Parachutes was also a clue. And uh, Country one. Music was a clue as well. I would have got that one. The, yeah. best, the best. Those are the three most played songs. S- starting but. Over is a good Chris Stapleton song. Maybe I should have picked that another less popular song by him. And um, uh, Broken Halos. Fire Away is my favorite Chris Stapleton song. Now, don't Fire. let it get you twisted, okay? I, I live in Oklahoma, twisted. and I listen to Chris Stapleton. I'm not super into country music, like a lot, mm-hmm. but I just listen to all mm-hmm. the genres. And Chris Stapleton, quite good. All right, are you ready for this last one? Yes. Clue number one. Mystery. Capital Ship. Mm-hmm. Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> All right, hit me with it. Uh, number two, 1985. 1985 and mystery. We're going back. We're going back. Time to go back, back, back. back. All right, hit me with another. Edutainment. That's a word I learned today. I knew that name before, or that word before, but. What not, do you know it from? It's not helping me at all. Edutainment. All right, hit me with another. Female. Not Celine Dion. I need that, that eliminates half of them right there. <laughs> I need another clue. Search and find. Okay. Female, search and find, mystery, 85? Mm-hmm. No, I need another clue, dude. All right. Woman in red. Not Do you have a Jordan? Not, it's not Clifford the big bad. <laughs> it's not big bad dog. Big red dog. Big red. No, not Clifford. Um... <sighs> Scarlet Letter. Mm-mm. I need another one. This is actually the last clue I have, and if you don't get it off this, you're uh, fired from the show. Where in the world? Oh, Carmen San Diego. There you go, <laughs> Carmen San Diego. That's all I got. Where for in you. the world That's is Carmen five. San Diego? Chip Skylark. Um, barely. Uh, Chris Stapleton was your best performance. Honestly. So did you just pick two letters and then go searching? I had Cloud Strife. Okay, okay. And okay. so I, I took CS and was like, there's got to be some more. And the, literally the only other game character was Carmen Sandiego, and I was scrounging around for other CSs. Yeah. Chip so. Skylark. There's Chris, some other ones. There was like Chris there was Stapleton. Like, there was like uh, Carlos Santana. I wouldn't have got that. I don't think you would have. No. Um, I know him, but I wouldn't have got it. Yeah. So I, I was like, these are these are ones you should be able to get. So. Yeah. All that right. was fun. Hope you played along. Yep. Um, hopefully you're better than Tim. That's should have got. I hope I, everybody. Bro, got you didn't know Mads did. Mickelson. I got them all. You didn't get. Not Mads everybody Mickelson. knew Mads Mickelson. Yeah, they did. Even Chance was like, eh. Yeah, but he still won the game award for the best performance. Like, you should have known. I shouldn't know. Like, we're in this. and Okay, whatever. All right. This next section, obviously, reader mail. You can get your questions read as well, like these people did by writing into the show, synceduppod at gmail.com. You should Write do it. Whatever it's you want. fun. We got a bunch of emails here. And Spencer, we got three by Spencer off the rip. Now, don't get it twisted. Spencer, you still only get one entry, okay? You only get one entry into the spin. Yep. But you got, you've written us so many good questions that we had to include a bunch of there, It's so many good ones, dude. I know. So good. Um, so he said, Ayo and Teo. I don't know what that means. Maybe he's talking about the cat. He's shouting on Teo. Yeah, possibly. You said to write into the show with a great question. Mm-hmm. My question is, do my backlogs count for this giveaway? Talk Just cool. kidding. My real yes. question pertains to video game management. How do you manage your time invested into each video game? Which one do you decide to play first and why mm. if you have such a list like I do? 
I get it. I get it could just be a personal preference, but do any other factors come to play? Mm-hmm. I usually sort my list by alphabetical order and go from there only because I'm not a very picky person and I feel I would enjoy them all. Do reviews play a big factor in your decision? Maybe playing a demo first. For me, reviews only help to feed my hype unless the review does nothing but shit on the game and give me a little taste of the game. This podcast is boo-boo. Spencer Trivago. I love Spencer Trivago. Um, how do I manage uh, which games to play? I don't, man. I just play right. There's so, a There is a priority... Um, Sometimes because obviously we need to play some games before other games because of the podcast stuff. Um, What I'm doing with five, nine, I kind of have to uh, in the future. I'll be playing games that, you know, more recently come out than my backlog. Mm -hmm. I will say your system of playing alphabetically. Terrible. Get get, get, You'll see our spinning wheel later today. Do do a spinny thing Mm -hmm. because you're going to miss out. The greatest game in the world could start with the letter Z and you might just never Mm -hmm. play it. So at least have a more random system for the Game Boy Advance. I don't know if that's you actually. You pulled that out of I, your, I don't even know what that is. Uh, but yeah, I just play one yeah. game at a time. And typically, it for me, it specifically goes with like just most of the time, it's just whatever's pertinent. Whatever's in the the now and then a lot of times what I need to play before certain things on the podcast. So obviously, uh, the next two games that I want to play are Eichenfell and Spider-Man Miles Morales. But I can't get to Eichenfell yet because I need to play Spider-Man Miles Morales. But I should have sh- talked about that at the beginning of the show. Next week on the 27th, we're going to go through our top 10 games of the year. Um, and so I need to... Sp- play spider-man miles morales yeah. just because that's probably i don't think i mean i can fail as a game from last year mm-hmm. or maybe two years ago and spider-man miles morales is obviously pertinent and very possible to be in said top 10 so i gotta play that before Important next week um reviews don't play a big back factor in my decision but that's because like Not i'm so into gaming that i'm just playing everything another point i want to touch on time management it's different for both of us for me i usually have a problem with Letting games not go unfinished, mm-hmm. I will usually beat a game completely before I move on from it entirely. I will not. Tim can drop it like nothing. So like it's hot. Um, it's it's very personal. Obviously, I, Tim might frown on the way I do things. I frown on the way he does things. But at the end of the day, we're still enjoying what we're doing. Mm-hmm. So that's mm-hmm. all that matters. Play it until you stop enjoying it. It's probably the best way to do it. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. So next question from Spencer. What's popping? I'm back again with IEM starting back up. I believe that's a CS:GO thing. I can't remember what it was. I it's, think so. it's a it's a it's an esports thing. Mm-hmm. I've been playing this idle game while watching on my other monitor. It's pretty mindless, but the loop and roguelike upgrades just keep me enthralled. My question this time is, do you guys approve of idle games? I tend to play them for a week or so and then never play them again. This podcast is boo-boo, Spencer Trevet. So me personally, I think idle games are cool, man. I used to play, if you turn the clock way back, back you can back, include back. like Clash of Clans as idle games really. Not as idle as certain games like Cookie Clicker and whatnot. But or, um, I think the most popular is Adventure Capitalist. Yep, I, I, think everybody got I played one. a little bit of Adventure Capitalist. I played a lot of Clash of Clans back in high school. Um, I played a bunch of Tap Titans there mm-hmm. for like a year, which was one of those. It's not as idle. You have to click. Yeah. But you can, it can become idle once you get a lot of upgrades. Um, but I think idle games are fine. I mean, I don't think they're like... Like great or anything. It wouldn't be the only thing I ever played. No, you know? I, like it, it can't embody what I'm playing at the time. Like it can just be something. Most of the time, for me, it has to be a mobile game um, and stuff like that. So yeah, usually I I play Dragon Ball Dokkan Battle, which is like my mobile game of choice. Mm-hmm. I played it for like two years now at this point. Um, I usually only try to play it when I'm like waiting in bed to go to sleep mm-hmm. or on the toilet or watching something else. I don't ever. I try not to make it be the only thing I'm doing. Which I think mobile games are designed mm-hmm. to steal I, your attention. I agree. And stuff like that. So I would just be careful about when you play said mobile idle games. Just make sure it's secondary mm-hmm. and that you're prioritizing more important stuff. Or if you just like them so much, you can just play those, I guess, if you want. Yeah, yeah but, but you'll be missing out on some you will be missing really good out. things. 
Spencer writes in with one final question this week. These questions just be popping. You can always keep them in your backlog for later episodes or just not answer them at all. Up to you. Anyways, my question is, how do you guys feel about jumping into a genre slash franchise not at the beginning? For me, I played Skyrim before I played any other Elder Scrolls, but after playing Skyrim for some time, I went back and replayed Oblivion and Morrowind, both just absolutely phenomenal. There are a few other franchises that I've done this for as well, like Bioshock and Mass Effect, to name a few. Mm -hmm. With the newest release of Yakuza Like a Dragon, I've heard that it's that it's a great place to jump into the franchise, but you miss out on the inside jokes from previous entries. Have you guys ever done this before? If so, did you enjoy it, or would you have preferred to play them sequentially? Best to you, Spencer Trevet. So this is something I aggressively oppose. I think just play whatever game. Oh, it doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah, I, I don't think I aggressively oppose if you want to go back. The yeah, thing is, for yeah, some yeah. franchises, it's so hard. Like, I don't think anybody should be forced to play the original Final Fantasy mm-hmm. 1. To but, enjoy yeah. the future ones. There's several people in my life that are like, oh, I gotta and especially play. with a game like Yakuza, I want to, yeah. I want to play Yakuza like a dragon really bad. Um, I d- it's I designed to be a jumping point. Yeah, but it's my type of game. Yeah, it is. It is, uh, it is. Like I played, um, probably the biggest one I can think of that matches this topic here is Persona Five, mm-hmm. which of course, if you played the other ones, it's probably a better, better experience. Yeah, but it was still a phenomenal experience, and I'm glad I didn't not do it because it was a title that was on its fourth mm-hmm. iteration. You know. Yeah. Um, and I think it's important to you know, take that mindset away. Yeah. Uh, most developers try and make each game. It's have experience. good onboarding. Yeah. Um, and I think that should never stop you from playing a game. No, me neither. You know, Breath of the Wild, as long as, as, long as it's kind of a, a new iteration of the game, you're probably fine. Yeah. Pokemon, all these games are designed for you to still be yeah. able to jump in. And I think, I think most think, game devs keep yeah. that in mind. I think next games. year, if you want to play God of War Ragnarok, you haven't played God of War 2018, go ahead and play God of War Ragnarok. Yeah. And if you feel like the story, you're missing something from the story, you could always read a synopsis. Yeah. I do recommend you play God of War because it's on the PS Plus collection and it's easier yeah. in that specific instance. For, for games that might be story intensive like Last of Us, mm-hmm. maybe you might want to go play the, the first one first because yeah. you'll just be missing out on so much understanding yeah, of the game. If you want to play Final Fantasy, not Final Fantasy, you want to play Dragon Quest Eleven S Echoes of an Elusive Age Definitive Edition number you 11, don't play you don't need to play 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, Yeah, nine, most, of the, most of the time these games just carry over mechanics and, you know, the world. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what it was for yeah. Persona, uh, Pokemon, obviously. You don't need to have played any of the originals to play whatever the newest iteration is. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, so. yeah, and I also think it just... Depends game to game. Something like Skyrim, when it's not connected, I think that's perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. So obviously, like you said, you know, Last of Us Two or you know, like Mass Effect One, Two, and Three. Yeah, maybe are a little more important. But uh, I feel like you can just Google some stuff to find mm-hmm. out if you need to. And, and the thing, make your like choice. the missing out on jokes things, you'll always be missing out on jokes mm-hmm. anyways, because there's it's impossible for you to be looped into everything in the world. So I'm sure there's jokes I missed in, missed out on. In franchises mm-hmm. that I understand 100 of, there was got to be references. There I was all the time. plenty of Astrobots running around in in that Astrobot game, and I didn't know what they were referencing. Yeah, and they were wearing stuff and doing cool stuff, and I didn't get it. So I think it's perfectly. Hope fine. I hope we answered your questions well. Yes, there are plenty, and we'll get to them eventually. eventually. It depends how many you pump out a week, man. You got so many. <laughs> you do, you do, you do. Fielding Dahmer writes in hypothetical time. Let's say Sony, Xbox, and Nintendo want to shake things up and offer a rare chance to, to develop a game from one of their beloved inclusive, exclusive franchises. For mm-hmm. example, Sony gets to develop a Mario game or Nintendo makes a Gears of War game. Which is the best slash weirdest combo you could think of? I would love to see Sony make a single-player story-driven Halo game, kind of like ODST, I guess. That'd be pretty dope. Love the show and all the content. You guys are rad. Fielding Dahmer. P.S. This podcast is boo-boo. Babushka. Um, my, my main one here, uh, give Metroid to Sony. Yeah, make let Sony. I, I think I want that with 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 the rapport they have with with these um 
these first player single player games mm-hmm. first player these single player games um like you know obviously ghost last of us god of war the list yeah. goes on and on and on and on a metroid game in that style would be pretty tight yeah i think lie. it would be really good i think sony would do a very good job of making yeah. a metroid game then Nint- that's my good one yeah um yeah that i also think sony would be pretty good for a halo game that could also be pretty tight yeah that's their example Come on. Uh, yeah and that's what i say also yeah, but think of your own. Come on. i just don't i don't think this question unfortunately for me it's like just giving sony all of yeah because most of the time it's franchises you love that you'd like to see yeah and, and the story expanded you on, know right? ghost of sushima i think is great but i don't think anyone would have done it like sony studios yeah. would have and like i don't think i would give nintendo anything like nintendo making a gears of war game cool i guess but it just doesn't it doesn't yeah. do it for me specifically it would most of the time i think this question is always going to be answered by cool nintendo game i love and cherish story expanded give it to sony yeah so give microsoft odyssey or something and you know we can we can do yeah. some things sony getting breath of the wild 2 that'd be dope yeah not gonna lie that'd be cool give it to sony santa monica they, they can kill the game and then i mean xbox what are you gonna give up besides halo or gears yeah that's all you really got give nintendo until, until more starts popping up that's all you really got Trey Blackburn writes in. He's in the room. Best friend of the show. Hey, guys. Longtime fan of the show. Hope y'all are having a happy holiday season and having a Merry Christmas. First, I'm entering the drawing for Cyberpunk. However, I already have a copy. So if <sighs> I win, I want Tim, Mike, and Jordan to have an on-camera rock, paper, scissors tournament to choose a different winner. The criteria is that each person has to choose their favorite email and compete in a double elimination for their emailer. Mm-hmm. If this happens, I'll pitch in up to 30 for an indie game of the emailers choosing to go along with Cyberpunk. Hades. Got to support those smaller devs around this time of year, too. We'll send money straight to Tim for him to get the code. Maybe I'll just pocket it. Who knows? Who knows? Second, how do you think we can deal with the ignorance in our community? This seems to be especially prevalent around very hyped games like Demon's Souls, Difficulty for the Disabled, Miles Morales, Exaggerated Black Teenage Swagger, if you guys remember, and Cyberpunk, the epilepsy controversy. It's extremely frustrating seeing people get shit on for just wanting to be included while maintaining a safe environment for them. After all, isn't that what games are all about? What are your thoughts? Finally, outside of gaming, what are your most hyped moments of the year? In entertainment, movies, music, YouTube, etc. Hope you guys have a happy holidays and a happy new year. Thanks, number one, Michael Claire fan. Sorry, Kylie. Trey Blackburn. This podcast is boo boo. So Trey email. Blackburn, while Phenomenal you're in the room, email. I can answer your question too. Do we look at him? Oh, um, no, I don't. Are you going to be watching this episode later? Okay, we'll, we'll do <laughs> yeah, this like yeah, yeah. normal. We'll do this like normal. We'll do this like normal. So, frankly, for the how do we deal with ignorance in our community? And I think this goes out to everyone. It's tough, as I think. It's just awareness, frankly. I think mm-hmm. we we post more stuff. We we retweet people like Steve Saylor, Steven Spawn, uh, blind uh, blind gamer and yeah. able gamers. You you retweet people like that. Even Leona Rupert from Game Informer has been posting a lot of stuff about accessibility. Um, even Callie plaguey has been getting in on the game. Mm-hmm. And of course, there's a bunch of people in the gaming sphere, the the media sphere that really champion this idea of accessibility. Or, you look at yeah. the developers of games like Celeste, um, even Last of Us Two with it winning the accessibility award. Um, even in COD with the colorblind mode mm-hmm. that you can have and that is actually kind of extensive it, it's really just more awareness and, and, and more just posting and yeah. getting more people to think about it because a lot of people frankly um, and I've had this conversation with you um, a lot of people I think are just like they just don't no, like they haven't had someone to talk to about yeah. it. There's, there's not an awareness there. Cause when you talk to, or you watch a video with someone like, um, uh, Steve Saylor in it, the blind gamer, he was on kind of funny, mm-hmm. um, about a year ago and you listen to his experiences with games and you watch his Twitch reaction to the accessibility options in last of us two yeah. with him crying and, and breaking down, talking about, Hey, this is incredible. This Feeling is what we've included. been, this yeah. is what we've been fighting for. You know, Representation and inclusivity and accessibility, I think, matter a lot because 
why shouldn't everyone get get to play these games? I don't think if if you don't want those accessibility options, just like in Celeste, when you go to turn them on, they say, "Hey, these are here for people who mm-hmm. who aren't really capable of doing this." We recommend you play that game regularly, but do not feel bad or different if you decide to turn yeah. these on. These are so you can enjoy this beautiful thing that we made. Um, you know, we have it in other mediums. No one bitches about captions, but everyone yeah. bitches about you know accessibility in games and it's frustrating it doesn't make any sense you know deaf people can watch movies you Mm -hmm. know and and still enjoy them so why can't more people enjoy video games that you know have that are hard of hearing that have problems with their sight um things are being championed in this industry for accessibility i think microsoft is really leading the charge there with the um uh the what is that controller called the i can't remember what it's called i know what you're talking the, about the uh the xbox they adaptive showed, they showed controller. it off a couple years ago yeah the xbox adaptive yeah, controller cool. and being able to do all that crazy mm-hmm. shit with that and all the little doodads and doohickeys that that thing has on it right yeah and that allows more people with like bone problems muscle problems dystrophy people dude i have played a game of apex with the guy who used his mouth he played with his mouth yeah. and he we won that game and we, yeah. it was awesome and he messaged me and and we got in a party chat and he was talking to me about how much it meant to him that he meant that he won that game and stuff that's and that's awesome. sh- that shit is cool yeah that shit is so cool so, so I, I think we just talk about it more make people more aware of the fact yeah. that a game like demon souls i understand why it doesn't have difficulty things because it wasn't blue points game they're mm-hmm. remaking it they don't want to change it too much um but I, th- I think we can really do things to, to change this industry. And someone like Jeff Keighley is also kind of championing yeah. this by having the accessibility award, yeah. you know? So uh, that's also cool. I'll kind of take this a, a different way. It's similar, but I think um, too much of the, the fight for ignorance is based off right now on Twitter. It's always fighting against the negative side and continuing discourse. Well, I think it's not a permanent solution, but it's something people need to do at least is push the positive agenda of gaming more than fighting against the negative. Yeah, one. yeah. That's all. I think good. too often we see people on fights on Twitter, and you feel the need to get engaged, so you comment and call someone out, and then they still argue with you. No mm-hmm. opinions change. I think it's just kind of unproductive. Don't get me wrong; these people need to be called out. Yeah, It'd be but a little I think less combative, I think more as well. Uh, it starts by changing the image around gaming culture, right? Mm-hmm. And pushing that there's these positive things going on. There's yeah. a positive in- agenda here that people are trying to make this a yeah. better environment. And, and giving support to the people who are. You know, we you talk about the Able Gamer yeah. and stuff like that. Helping out the people who push for that kind of stuff instead of just bickering with people yeah. who disagree. Because you you it's catch hard me. to change minds, but it's easy to support yeah. someone. You will, keep, you will catch me liking and retweeting a lot of times Steven Spawn, Steve yeah. Saylor, um, those guys, because they champion that stuff. I've You know, he's liked my tweets he's and stuff like Ooh, that. Big Be- man. Yeah. Um, but, and... You know, humble brag. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but it's it's just interactivity on that front. You know, stop quote tweeting people like. And yeah. I guess I'm still guilty of this. People like the quartering, right? I still quote tweeted his tweet and said, "Yeah, you know, I mean, you're yeah. such a dipshit." And that's difficult to do. But I think we just have to, as a society, as a community, try to be better in that yeah. front. Us included, stop, because we are guilty of just that. Just stop listening to the people who don't have anything to offer productively, and actually listen to the mm-hmm. people who and want to make yeah. this place a better place be a teacher of this yep. type of thing also um, on to the second are oh, you got something more you got more no okay on to the next part of the question um outside of gaming what are your most hype moments of the year in entertainment movies music youtube etc man this is difficult for the year of 2020 dude there's so much um i i you know uh one of our favorites was uh march animal crossing comes out mm-hmm. six of us are in our apartment yeah beginning of covid mm-hmm. Um, not like that's a well, good thing, yeah. but it was just, we were all stuck in our apartment anyways. Yeah. And so we were all playing animal so crossing. Being next Phenomenal time. That's, yeah. Yeah. Even though that's still, 
that's still in gaming. But outside of gaming, well, I, even that, the, oh. the one out there. Oh, outside. Yeah, oh. The, even the example I was about oh. to use was AOC playing Among Us, but that's still in gaming, yeah, you know? Dude. I guess we're, I just We're so involved in gaming. Let me think. Live in this world. Okay, so movies, movies Tenet. Tenet. Tenet is a yep. great movie. Watching that at the theater. Um, what about music? Mm. M- music? Shit, I don't know. I, I haven't listened to much. I've listened to a bunch, and uh, the Kid Leroy's album, I think, is the best album of the year. Dude, the best album that came out for me this year was my 2020 wrapped. Yeah, 2020 because it was playlist. just my 2019 playlist. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of. I don't think there's a lot really happening. And then in the YouTube space, like, what has happened? Yeah, it's it, a lot of my favorite moments have been involved with Twitch just, and yeah, that's gaming, gaming. So I don't know. I don't have too much for you. Yeah, me neither. Me neither. Trey, um, are you here? What was your favorite moment? Yeah, this year in entertainment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. In entertainment. What's your answer to this question? Uh. He's thinking. Yeah. He's sighing. Yeah, go yeah. see Tenet. Yeah. We went yeah. and watched Tenet, and yeah. it was just we, the we, gang, really. We had, it's like we rented out the theater. So. Basically. That was great. And that movie is good, and it came out on DVD on December 15th. We're not sponsored, but buy that shit and watch it, because it's great. It's phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Maybe watch it twice. Or maybe watch it with someone who's watched it twice. Or five times, like I have. Too, many. Know, too many. Just one, one timer for me. I'll, I'll watch it. A I'll time watch it a sixth time with you and Kylie. Let's do it. I will, I'll do it. Next email. This is from Andrew Goodman. Hey, hello. What's up? Random Twitter. Andy here, a.k.a. Andy Hoover 13 on Twitch. You know, Shout out my boy. He watched the entire Game Awards with us. He did. What a man. Long time fan. First time writing in. I think you guys are great. Question. What is your favorite franchise that has nothing currently planned that you want to come out with something new? Mine is Jack and Daxter. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. By the way, this podcast is boo-boo. I agree. So... Shit, dude, I, I don't know. What it, what is like some of my? I need to bring up my my. Hold up, let me bring up I my got GG you. app. You you got. You, you look got like you have an answer, Kylie. What's what is your, your answer? answer, Kylie? Oh, you know that's. Oh, come on, that's, that's, that's in the bad. You still getting content for three, that game? That's like part five, I think. Right? Yeah, it'd actually be like the fifth one, I think. But yeah. you also you still get monthly updates on that game. Let's see. Jack and Daxter. Jack and Daxter. Nothing. Okay, so for me, Guitar Hero. Go ahead. Oh shit. That's a great. You just. Bam, bam, you just I sniped that. You from sniped you. that from I'm me. I'm taking that one from you. Guitar Hero is a good one, even though we know we'll never get that again. Harmonix yeah. has moved on to Fuser. Great one. Bring me Wind Waker HD if yep. that ever is coming. Um, there's got to be scrolling through here. Be a good one. Melee. Minecraft Two. <laughs> Melee. No lie. No oh, cap. Melee. Remaster Tony Hawk's Underground One and Two. Yeah, but like that's possibly in the works. Like that's yeah. like we you you could see that coming. Um, um Portal. Portal and uh, yeah, oh yeah, that'd Portal. be really good. A, a Portal, Portal three would be really tight. I'm not gonna lie, that would be great. Yo, remaster Sega Superstars Tennis. Relax, please. Relax. I'll die. Hey, someone take Chronicles of Riddick: Escape from Butcher Bay. Wii Sports three remaster that. Another Wii Sports would be that bad. would be dope on the Switch. And that's basically the end of yeah, my really list here. Really yeah. answer, yeah, Guitar Hero. Yeah, Guitar that Hero, would that would be. Uh, I'd love to play Guitar Hero again. Me too. What a phenomenal. Like a new Guitar Hero. Oh, that'd be tight. Thank you for I guess Beat Saber is the closest you can get, but I just want a guitar, you know? Mm-hmm. I just want to push those buttons. The next one is from Lyle. Lyle, I need, you, I need you to email in. Is Lyle your last name, too? Is, is, is Lyle your first name, or is the real Lyle your last name? Because it's spelled differently yeah. twice. So when you write in, it's Lyle, Lyle. Are, are you I just need doubling up? Well, it says from Lyle, so I think that's the correct That's because I backspaced it. Oh. <laughs> I, just I need more info here. Yeah. Okay, whatever. Hey, Tim and Mike. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year to you and the listeners. Happy holidays to you as well, Lyle. To get into the holiday spirit, I have a question for you. What is your favorite Christmas theme or Christmas event in a video game? This podcast is Boo Boo from Lyle. So I, I love the New Age holiday event 
style of games. Like see, I was gonna say Overwatch. Yeah, I think Overwatch did a great first Christmas time. The Halloween one was dope too. Yeah, Halloween was great. Um, so I have nostalgia for the the original Overwatch yeah. events, summer games. They they did a good job. Yeah. So then their Halloween or their Christmas one was great too. So. Mm-hmm. I just Overwatch don't, for me. I don't play enough games as a service for this to really matter for mm-hmm. me particularly, but I, I do think it's great. Like the games are doing this, like the holiday type of thing. Cause this is only like, this is like the last five years type of thing. Yeah. I'm and trying to think of, you know, I bet wow usually did stuff like this. Yeah. You know, all the, all the games we used to play on computer when we were kids, yeah, but it's become more prominent, mm-hmm. I guess. Um, and I don't know. I'm enjoying Nuketown or the holiday uh, version of Nuketown. It's cool. Uh, Pokemon go catching Pikachu's oh, with Santa yeah. hats was always dope. Yeah. That was cool. The first summer, or, uh, what, Christmas that came yeah. around, so that's a good one. Too. I guess I just don't play enough games as a service. It's hard. To, it's hard to think of those. It is. It is. Next email from Lucas GM Grandmaster. Okay, good man. I also need to know what does the GM stand for? Are you a Grandmaster? Is it Tetris? Are you a good man? Will you come on the show so we can interview a Tetris Who Grandmaster? Knows? That'd be dope. Hello, my name is Lucas the Grandmaster, and I started watching your pod after the second week of promotion on MinMax. I'm very glad I did, as your laid back, chill, and Aww. generally positive vibes and outlook on the games generally. industry is a breath of fresh air compared to many <laughs> other media that I consume related to gaming. Thank you for that. I appreciate that. I Anywho, so. I have question, a question for you guys to read on the pod if you'd like. Mm-hmm. Recently, I built my first PC, something I've wanted to do ever since I was a little kid. I'll be turning 22 on December 7th. Hey. Trey, come walking back. And before, <laughs> and before <laughs> that, I had only really played on consoles, mainly PlayStation and Nintendo handhelds. Mm-hmm. I typically try to platinum games as, as often as possible, and since I was on my way to getting the plats for the Crash Trilogy before I started building my PC, I figured I wouldn't lose my ambitions and I would be able to balance my time between PC gaming and console gaming. Mm. But uh, I was completely wrong. I've been yep. playing Valorant and Hades nonstop, and I've frequently been playing games that I've been that have been sitting in my Steam library for years because my laptops of old couldn't run them. Do you have any advice for first-time PC gamers to balance their time between different platforms? It's never an issue I've had before, and I don't want to abandon my pretty large library of PS4 and Switch games that I have yet to play slash finish. But every time I have an urge to play games, I can't help but sit down at my new PC. Thanks for the entertainment, and the synced-up pod is pure boo-boo. So my take on this is I think... Whoa, whoa, if, whoa, 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 slow down. First things first, happy birthday. Welcome to being 22. I'm 22. I believe oh, yeah. Tim, you're 22, that, right? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. 22. It's hard to think about sometimes. Yeah. So, the 22 gang. Club. 22 gang. We're all um, young here. Yeah, happy belated birthday. But my take on this is I think this is a problem of now. I don't think this will be a problem for you later. I mean, you just built a PC. It's a new shiny mm-hmm. new toy. If you have, or if you're used to laptops and, and shit like that and not being able to, you know, can this game run Skyrim? Mm-hmm. Um, and you don't have that problem anymore, I think that's just why you want to sit there. It's new. It's shiny. It's running the games you didn't think you could run. I'm going through it right now with the Xbox Series X. I haven't had a Mm -hmm. big big boy console in a little bit. So you're just Um, grinding. So I didn't even finish like Age of Calamity. I'm going to go back to it. Yeah. But I just like win, you know? I'm very excited to play on the Xbox. It's it's a shiny new toy. I think, frankly, you will be able to. Like, Mm -hmm. after the, the... honeymoon phase with your PC wears off, yeah. I think you'll be able to get back to it and, and you will have I feel like no the same problem. thing would happen where you got your PC, right? You get your PS5, it's your new toy, you're going to do the same thing. You're, you're going to play go your PS5 there. for a while. Yeah. Um, my recommendation, uh, don't get any Humble Bundle <laughs> things right now. <laughs> don't sign you up for too, Humble. You get too many games. Yep. Trey's got the same problem. Too yep. many games in your Steam library, yep. not nearly and enough And you go to, to search for something to play and there's just a big old fat... Yeah. You know, list of six hundred games. Sit down, make a list if you need to of games yep. you want to play. Um, try and to disregard for- what system it's on. Yeah, try uh, to forget about the winter sale. Yeah, the like summer just, sale. Just dodge that stuff as you can, <laughs> um, and pick up games you you'd rather truly play. Yeah, uh, not not anything against Humble Bundle and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. They're a great company, um, but you, you know, 
prioritize. Prioritize games you think you'd really yep. want to play. Yep, so. prioritize 100%. That's Next my advice. email from Taylor Sanders. Hey, guys, keep up the good work. I'm a few episodes behind. I'm wondering, have y'all reviewed slash played Rogue Company? It is currently my favorite game. Was wondering what y'all thought about it. So, so actually, he's not caught up yet. No, but I concluded him in the running for winning oh. Cyberpunk because a couple episodes eventually. behind. So I'm like, oh, you know, they're not going to get to that episode in time to write in. Mm-hmm. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to include them in. And they were the only other person that wrote in that didn't include this podcast as boo-boo. But... We'll, we'll, we'll get it popping. So yes, I have played Rogue Company. I got like thirty hours in a Rogue Company. Yeah, I think it's great. I think I it's haven't phenomenal. touched it because it's free. Like it's it's just so accessible, and you can just pay ten bucks to like unlock all the guys on it, mm-hmm. um, which is reasonable compared to yeah. A lot of other just, games like it's that. It's just so much fun, especially if you can get a crew going because they're they're just um they're what are they four v four Jordan yeah yeah they're just four v four. It's quite easy to I mean well I guess a lot, I don't want to say quite it's quite easy for me. I don't know if it's quite easy for you, but. No offense, but it's quite easy for Damn, me to get bro. a game together with with three other friends to get a full squad going and being able to play, and mm-hmm. that's it's just it's just fun. The game plays super well. Um, it, it seems quick too. Like yeah, it's, it, you don't sit around in the lobby too long. No, it looks like Fortnite, and you think it might be trash, but once you start playing it, like when you want, it's not. I think when you watch it played, you get a miss representation of like how it actually plays because when i watched it i was like dude i don't think i'm gonna be interested in this but then i booted it up and played 30 something hours of it i think it's great i can't wait to try out the new uh, rogue whenever i start to finish all these games mm-hmm. that i have right now um and i'm gonna try them out and that's gonna be uh tight i'm, I'm, I'm excited tight because blue is fucking tight welcome welcome back taylor yeah welcome back um the next email, just Adam Ashad. He wrote it, not just Adam Ashad. You're not Josh. just Adam Ashad. You are the Adam Ashad. But just Ooh. a little email here, no question. He said, not sure. Uh, well, he put babushka. Not sure if that's the proper spelling. I enjoyed your latest podcast. Helps pass the time at work. Keep up the good work. This podcast is boo boo. We appreciate that, Adam. We do. We do. We love it. We love to see it. And that's it for the emails. So, Jordan, here, I've entered all the names if you want to bring them up on the screen. Are we doing first one wins or elimination? We'll do, hmm. Do you want to? Let's wanna, do elimination. That gives yeah, a little bit of tease. A little more suspense. So, you'll get to see yourself kicked off the list in yeah. real time. Vote them off the island. We'll have to be very verbal about so this for is, our audio is listeners. Is everyone in there? Let me make sure we got. Let me let me count how many we have. One, two. We're missing Taylor, aren't we? You might add Taylor Sanders to the yeah. list. Add Taylor Sanders. Yeah. One, two, three, four, five. Six, seven, eight. You got Trey on there? Three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Yep. Okay. All eight people. So, so go ahead and shuffle them up. For Hit that our three audio dots. listeners, we have a spin wheel yep. web browser shuffle. thing. Boom. And right. we're going to spin the wheel. And as the wheel lands on your name, we're going to remove you. Instead of winning, you're removed from the running. Yes, you so are. So we will, in real time, so, eliminate so people. So entered in to win. We have Lyle, Spencer Trevet, mm-hmm. Adam Ashad, Fielding Dahmer, Taylor Sanders, Lucas Grandmaster, Trey Blackburn, and Andrew Goodman. Mm-hmm. So let's go ahead. Get us that first spin, Jordan. Click that there. It starts this slow. This is some ugly colors yeah, for the dude, wheel. Dude, I wanted to change the colors, but it wouldn't I don't let remember me. it being this ugly. All right, who's oh, out Trey first? Blackburn out first. You Damn. hate to see it. No rock, paper, scissors today. Trey Blackburn out of the running. No Rest longer friend peace. of the show. Friendship ruined. Friendship My new best friend ruined. is Spencer Trevet. Crazy. Sorry, Roll it again. Thanks Roll for coming to the live show. Yep. Who do we got left? Who, who are you calling? Who do you, who do you think? Is, oh. Ooh, big, sped up, sped up. Who do we got? Is that Lyle? Oh, Lyle, oh, not Lyle. Man. Sorry, Lyle, you were gone. Well, listen, who's my it. horse in the running? Who am I? Who am I betting on? I mean, I have to bet on Spencer, man. As as I much know, as I man. love the, everyone that's rode in, Spencer been a ride and, or die fan. Andrew's Andrew's my man. He is your man. I don't know, he, Spencer. He came to the live viewing of the Game Awards. Yeah, so. Sp- Spencer listens to every show on an audio feed and still likes and comments on every single one of our he videos. He does. So, uh, and he man. emails ten times a week. We got you know he he's our reader mail section. 
is good because of Spencer. So I got to vote for him. Roll it again. <laughs> it's about to land on Spencer. Oh, no. The amount of times we'd have an empty reader mail section of oh, Spencer. For real. No, no. Oh, dude, I not said Spencer. It too early. I said it too early, Spencer. So who's Javette. your new best friend? Ah, oh, dude. I don't know, man. I'm going. <laughs> Andrew, I went down on, with the ship. On it. Okay, who do we got left? Adam Ashad, Andrew Goodman, Lucas Grandmaster, Taylor Sanders, and Fielding Dahmer. Roll it again. Roll it again. No whammies, no whammies, no whammies. Fielding might take it. Dude, Fielding the turtle? But they might be listening. Taylor, damn Taylor. Sorry, room. brother. Sorry, to be fair, Taylor. you never even said the podcast is boo boo. Yeah. You'll catch up eventually. But we included you. You made it to fifth place. You made it to fifth place. You won't even know you lost until 2021. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. All right, go ahead. Roll it again. All right, we're halfway through. Okay. Fielding. Yo, I'm, I, I believe I support Fielding too. Was Fielding from? He's the war zone. Okay. So who? Adam Lyle Shaw. was from Australia. So. Was it Lyle? Yeah. Okay. Adam Ashad out of the running. Fielding, Sorry, our Adam. war zone man. Fielding correspondent. Yep. Andrew Goodman, he watched the entire Game Awards with us. Personal friend of mine. Yep. Fielding Dahmer, he wrote in for the Warzone class and got a win with that class. He and did. sent us a video clip as that proof. That we didn't realize until like a week later. Because you were like, I'm not even sure if you did it, but I'll believe yeah, you. Yeah, and it turns out he and had sent in us our, in our things. mentions it was there. So. Yeah, didn't even notice. And then Lucas the Grandmaster. Chess, Tetris, or the Goodman. Who knows? Spin it again. I hope it. it's Tetris. I hope it's Tetris too. But Chess oh, is Oh, boy. Andrew Goodman Damn, knocked out Andrew, of the running. Bro. Andrew, no personal place. friends of the show allowed yeah, no. to win, it seems. So now we are left. Fielding with. Dahmer and Lucas Grandmaster. Who will be the winner So do we want to be the one that lands on the winner or the one that lands on eliminated? The one that it lands on is the person who gets eliminated. Okay. Because we've done it that way this entire time. All right. We're going to continue with that. So trend. whoever gets the congratulations and the sparkles, just know you didn't win yeah. nothing. You didn't win anything. You got second place. You didn't. Yeah, you sorry. Get a, you get a wink. Spin it. Lucas Grandmaster and Fielding Dahmer. Who will win on, the copy Fielding. of whatever game on, they Lucas. want? There you oh. go. I, hide the choice real quick. Lucas GM eliminated from the running. You are Fielding the Grandmaster. Dahmer. Spin it real quick just so we can get that Spilled celebratory. It. Let's see that. Let's see that. Congrats. Yep. Yep. Lucas Grandmaster. Not the Grandmaster of randomness. My man Fielding, you have won a PS5 courtesy of no. Timothy <laughs> Absolutely not. So there you go, Fielding Dahmer. Congratulations. You won with the Turtle Class in Warzone, and you have now won a copy of whatever game Babushka, that you want. I'm going to email you back right after this podcast to get your details, to send you whatever game you want. Mm -hmm. um, if you still want it to be Cyberpunk, it can be, but keep in mind, if you listen to this show at the beginning of it, um, there's a lot of stuff there. There's a lot of oh, stuff. Wait, uh, technically, we can still talk about it. Yeah, we, def we Yeah. so there's a lot of stuff there, and you might not want it. And if you don't, I will buy you whatever game of your choice. Mm -hmm. No collector's editions or anything like that, though. Okay? Just regular old 60 bucks. I'll, if you got a PS5, 70 bucks. Can that, I get two it. $30 games? Yeah, I'll do that. I'll okay. do that. If you want two $30 games, games. Okay. yeah, we can do that. We'll, we'll figure it out. I'll mm -hmm. email you after the show. Congratulations. Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. And that's or it for the show, except for the what you've been Hanukkah. playing section. And obviously, we've just been playing more what Cyberpunk. I don't think there's a lot more that needs to be said. We think it's a good game. Just clouded by a bunch wait. of garbage. Yes, not wait. A, not a skip. Wait. Wait till March. Wait till at least February. That's, when it's, that's when not it's happening. Wait till March. <laughs> wait, wait till June. Maybe even April. You know what? Wait till the summer. Wait till Honestly, next Christmas. Yeah. Just go ahead and ask for it for next Christmas, and it's going to be a good game. Probably a good idea. Yeah. Until then, um, that's been the show. Thank you, Mike, for playing the – I don't know what we played. We played uh, the initials yeah, game. Initials Thank you for game. doing the initials games. Thank you, Jordan, for holding it down on the sound, the mm -hmm. audio, mm -hmm. all the jazz. Amen. Thank you, Kylie and Trey, for the live audience. Thank you, Leanne, you. sitting on the couch. You, you know her, you love her. I can't tell. Is she still sitting on the couch? I think she's yep, there. There she is. Hi, Leanne. Hi, Leanne. Obviously, follow us on Twitter at Synced Up. And Pod. personal thank you to let me run through the names. Oh, yeah. Personal. Let's get them all. Let's get them all. Personal. Spencer Trevette. Mm -hmm. 
Spencer Travago Trevet. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The homie fielding the turtle Dahmer. Mm-hmm. The winner of the game. Trey, my lover Blackburn. <laughs> Andrew Hoover Goodman. Love him. Love Lyle, him. the lineman Lyle. Uh, Lucas Tetris GM. Tetris uh, GM. Taylor. Man, I don't got nothing for you, Taylor. Got nothing for you, Taylor. Right in. Right I don't want to make it funny. too personal, but. Yeah. Taylor Sanders. I need something. And the man, I'm trying to remember if there was any nicknames. Yeah. You know Taylor Sanders. I don't volleyball? Know. I don't know no, if No, I did. didn't play volleyball with Taylor um, Sanders. I played basketball with him in like yeah. eighth grade. Yeah. We were on the B team together. Yeah. And finally, Adam. <laughs> wow. We were. Was he point guard? <laughs> I don't know. Taylor, were you point guard? I can't remember. <laughs> Comment. And Adam, no questions asked. Ashad. Oh, I like that. That the is, homies. That is for, for the show. Thank you guys for watching. Fielding, I will email you. And we will see y'all next week at 7 a.m. Central. Goodbye. Goodbye. What is O? O is for the only one I see. I thought it was need. B. B. Wait, what? V. V is very, very extraordinary. No, you fucked it up. There's a point. It's very, very extraordinary. No, you're still too long. It's. B is very, very extraordinary. E is. I have no I don't idea. Know. Fuck e. it, whatever. All right, roll the intro. E. <laughs>